Welcome to Simply Happy, a show helping you learn more empowered living through mental, emotional, and energetic mastery. I'm Olivia Ryman, an author, empowerment coach, and your hostess with the mostest. As someone who's overcome bipolar, anxiety, depression, and more, I'm a firm believer that you have the power to not let any circumstance hold you back. It's my mission to help you take ownership of your life from the inside out. So let's chat about some tips that have helped transform my life and many others, because life doesn't need to look perfect to be happy. Hey there, what's up? It's your guide, Olivia, and thanks for joining me for this episode of Simply Happy. Now, I know it's not for everyone, but if you're in a position to help support the show, you can do so over on Patreon. Every dollar makes a difference. You can learn more about the bonus content for each support tier by going to www.patreon.com slash simplyolly. That's O-L-I, Ollie. The link is in the show notes. Hello, friend. Welcome, welcome. Today, we are going to be talking about accepting people's flaws. Ooh, I know. I feel like this is actually a topic. <laughs> like that, um, I don't know. I feel like it might not sound popular where it's like, I don't accept people's flaws. People need to change. The world needs to change, which there are, there are things for sure. I'm not going to disagree that the, uh, the collective can't, uh, you know, is in a position to, to do some serious shifting for, for better uh, equality and um, equity, all the good stuff. So anyway, I could go down a rabbit hole. I'm not going to. But today is going to be one of those fun days where I actually read from one of my books for you. Um, and this one is from Break the Chain. So this is how to face your fears with confidence so you can live a life you love. I think I just botched that a little bit, but you get the point. <laughs> but yeah, so that is one of my books. Um, again, I will be reading from it. If you're interested, you can check it out on my website under the books tab. Links are in the description, all that good stuff. Um, it's available in paperback and digital format. And one of these days, I'm going to be recording audiobooks. It's going to happen. Just wait and see. So, so one thing I do want to point out before I start reading is it's not so much people's flaws, because I do have an issue with the word flaws, um, but it's more so people's differences or maybe even unresolved patterns, right? We're all gonna we're all gonna be different. We might approach things differently. Like I can always kind of find this common ground where I'm like, I understand that that's that person's way of doing it. I would not choose to do it that way. Um that's my personal preference, but you know, how they do it is how they do it. And I just have to, I just have to be okay with that, you know, or again, unresolved patterns where it's like, okay, well that person, you know, that's, that's a really unhealthy pattern. It's really disrespectful or, or anything like that. And maybe that's just what they've learned and they just have no idea, um, that there's another way that they can go about life. So again, I'm not going to like push what anybody should do or who anybody should be on to them. All I can do is live by example uh, and try to share as much love and education as I possibly can. And that's just kind of my stance on it. So again, it's not necessarily about flaws. It's those differences or those unresolved patterns that just don't maybe sit with us the best. And we have to figure out how to navigate those, right? So I'm going to flip, give you a little ASMR. all the way to 95. Okay. 
page 95. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. Okay, so this is from the relationships chapter and the subsection of that chapter with friendships. Uh, I do want to note that this, what I'm going to read, like this doesn't just apply to friendships. Um, this really can apply to any type of relationship. And I do just want to point that out. So you don't just think that like, oh, it's just for my friends. It's not, it's for more than that. Um, so yeah, where was I going to read? <laughs> I have to find, hold please. I must find my spot. Okay, I'm just going to start here. We're just going to we're just going to roll with this, okay? Hang in there with me. Okay. And then again, what like we always do, we're going to have a little chatsies afterwards after I read this. So, buckle up. <laughs> okay, here we go. A common theme that will pop up time and time again in this book, and specifically in this chapter, is breaking away assumptions so that you can choose to see life in a way that better benefits you. I mean, breaking chains really is all about breaking away from the way you've always done things, always seen things, and always believed life looks like. Sorry about that. <laughs> you've seen how it comes into play within yourself, but it can also majorly come into play in your friendships. I remember always having thoughts about how a friend is supposed to act, what is deemed right or wrong behavior, never looking deeper or communicating in a healthy way as to why something might not be lining up in the way I thought it should. You were either being a good friend or you weren't. Did I challenge or explore why I had this mental picture, perfect idea of friendship? Of course not. I was in that trap of, it's in my head, so it must be true. Have you ever questioned what your definition of friendship is? Have you ever reflected on if those friend qualifiers were something you actually chose or if you just learned to adopt them? I know for the longest time I hadn't, and it would cause issues to arise within my friendships. That is, until I started breaking some chains so that I could get away from the drama and create more peace in my life. I have a dear friend from college that I'm still incredibly close with today. She lights me up, there's always a ton of laughter when we're together, and we have a weird synchronistic connection that I adore. We don't finish each other's sentences, we actually say them at the same time. A lot. <laughs> Needless to say, I love her to pieces and see our friendship lasting a very long time. There was a point in time, though, where she was hitting a nerve inside of me that just did not feel good. We would make plans to hang out, and something would come up. Or we would, set aside, we would set a time to meet and she would be late. I would ask her to help me with something important to me and things would fall through. Now maybe you're like I was and you're thinking to yourself, Olivia, that's a pretty crappy friend. Friends shouldn't do that to each other, especially if they made the commitment in the first place. I was peeved, that much was sure, and of course, I talked to everyone else about it except for her. For a while. I've always been a pretty straightforward person, though. She's told me on more than one occasion that's one of the things she values about our friendship. So I brought it up to her, and she acknowledged that being late or canceling plans was something she had been struggling with for a while. I was met with the I know response and a willingness to try to work on it. If only I could have handed her the habits chapter back then, right? Alas, it continued to happen. So what were my choices, really? By my old standards... It was stay irritated or cut ties, and quite frankly, I didn't want to do either. That's when I made my first chip in the chain. 
I entertained the idea that I could just accept her as she was in this respect. That until she proved otherwise, this was just the type of person she was. Maybe not forever, but at least in this phase of life. I learned to manage my expectations and allow myself to let go of this blanket idea that friends show up no matter what. Maybe that was cute in middle school, but as adults, we had lives, responsibilities, fears, things to work through, etc. So when we made plans, I was happy with having the intention of seeing her, but allowed myself to know that she may not show up or that she may show up late or not at all. If that was the case, I wouldn't sit and stew on it thinking of the time we lost together, but rather look at the time gained as an opportunity to do something else. If I needed a really dependable favor, I wouldn't ask her. I simply appreciated the time that we did end up spending together and the conversations we had over the phone or through text. Did I think any less of her? Of course not. Did I try to change her? Okay, maybe a few times there at the beginning, but that doesn't really work now, does it? Do I feel happier with our friendship? Heck yes. Because I broke the chain of assuming friends needed to be a certain way and allowed myself to be flexible with my friendships and see each one as unique as the person that was attached to it. All right, I think I'm going to stop there. Yes, that's why I'm going to stop. Okay. (laughs) And by the way, I do want to like, you know, when did I write this book? I don't even know. Sorry, I just pulled my sleeve. Can I check the date? I mean, it's only been... How long? Yeah. Okay. It's been like two years. Oh, look at that. I published this book two years ago. Um, but it is interesting because it is something I'm like, I'm proud of that friend. I'm not going to mention who it is. Um, but I'm proud of that friend because they really have done work in that area. And that is no longer an issue for us. Uh, it really isn't. And it just makes me think of like, if I would have just sacrificed that friendship and been like, nope, this isn't, I'm not okay with this you know, and just cut ties rather than kind of adapt to what had, you know, been formed as like, this is the expectation. This is what they do. Um, Like we wouldn't, we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be even closer now. And to see her have healed and really grown through that, that journey and that struggle of hers has been really beautiful to watch. And I'm so glad I have been there to support her through it. And it's been really cool. So, I just, I'm sharing this because I really am encouraging you to maybe take a different perspective, a different approach. You know, we can have our personal boundaries. We can decide what is acceptable treatment and what is not. And there's never, of course, anything wrong with cutting ties with people. You know, if you feel that that's necessary, do it, please. Uh, but if if we're sitting in the middle like I was, Or if we're stuck in a situation where we have to associate with that person, modify it for yourself. You know, help yourself get through that and nurture yourself in your mindset around that person, in how you interact with that person, in, again, your expectations of that person, and also, you know, maybe take the time to explore your beliefs around what it should be right? Shoulds don't need to be shouldn't on on things. So I think that's really important. And it was really fun and refreshing to get to read that again for myself. I I do like, I do appreciate, like, I love writing self-help books because sometimes I revisit them and I'm like, oh, I needed to hear that. And it's just like past me trying to help present me, future me. Anyway, but I am in, um, 
I'm in a so as as of recording this podcast, which again I batch my work. I talked about this actually in the last episode, um, but I have been without a car for nearly three months now. Given I understand it's a privilege to even have a car. I understand it's a big privilege to have two cars. I'm not underestimating that, and I've been okay without a vehicle. Um, but it's forced me into this situation where I am working with a shop that has work ethic, communication skills, and integrity I do not agree with that I think is unfortunate, and I would hope that that person works on and grows through at some point. And hopefully our experience (laughs) and me communicating everything I'm trying to communicate maybe helps to bring some attention to that. But again, I have to manage my expectations around that, those people, that person, how that shop runs. And so I am finding myself in a situation where I have to accept people's differences or unresolved patterns or whatever that may be um, for my own sanity, for my own sanity, and also for the fact that I know as a person, as a human being, I want to treat every other human being with kindness, dignity, respect, patience, and understanding. I could very easily try to force the situation, try to control it, try to power my way through it, try to dominate it, but that's just not who I've chosen to be in this life. And I understand that that's a path, but it's not the only path and I don't want to take it. So Yeah, I mean, this comes up in a lot of different ways. And so I think that's where we kind of allow ourselves to put the power back in in our hands and decide, you know, who is the person I want to be? How do I want to show up in the world? How do I want to treat other people? How do I want to relate to other people? Not only for them or for the relationship, but also for myself, right? That's important. That's important stuff for us to, to know and to think about and to be intentional with and to be mindful of. I do think it's incredibly important. And I do think the more that we are supportive of ourselves along with others, it's going to really, I don't, I just think it's going to help make the world a better place. Um, You know, it's not like, I'm not trying to preach like world peace through like everybody be kind. (laughs) But, But I am saying that there is a middle I'm saying there's a place where we can tend to ourselves and also treat another human the way that we would hope to be treated because we never know an entire person's story. We never know what shaped them, how they got here, why they do what they do, why they are who they are. We just don't know. And so to be presumptuous and degrading around something like that is just, it's unfortunate to see. And so all I can do is try to live by example, try to practice that skill myself. Again, I am not always perfect, but I am trying my best. And that's all I can ask for. (laughs) And, you know, and hope that this, this helps provide you some insight. And maybe you find some situations where this was what you needed to hear. And you're like, you know what, I can do the same. I could, I could try that out too. Um, and I know for me personally, it's brought me a lot of peace. It really has. Because otherwise, I just sit and I stew and the thoughts keep racing and my emotions run wild and I no longer am acting with intention. I'm in the backseat of the car that is my brain. 
or body and the brains in the driver's seat. Uh, you get what I'm saying. Poor jokes. That's okay. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah. So again, you can find the book on my website. Links are all below. If you want to dive deeper with this, I am going to have journal prompts available in our Patreon. Um, so, you know, I'd love to have you come over there and join us. There is a whole bunch of bonus things. You can check all that out. Um, and the tiers, you know, range from $5 and up. So, yeah, I I would I would encourage you to to check it out because I do I do well this is me personally not everybody's gonna be down for like journal prompts or you know being able to connect with other people and talk about things um but or whatever it might be <laughs> but um the journaling really helps me even if I'm not journaling that's what's so cool they're called journal prompts to so call them just like reflection prompts but like even if you just get posed a question that makes you go hmm. And I think, too, it helps you open up to be able to ask yourself questions on your own time rather than always waiting for somebody else to ask you the questions. Um, so that's why I love just posing those questions or having those journal prompts available. Um, and they're there, you know, for you just as much as they are for me as well. So that is it for this episode. And uh yeah, if you like this episode, please spread the support by sharing on social or telling a friend about it through your face, your phone, your snail mail, or your carrier pigeon, because I know you got a carrier pigeon. <laughs> you can also check out my books and Patreon at www.simplyolly.com. Links are in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. As always, you keep saying Simply Awesome, I'll keep saying Simply Ollie, and I'll see you, chat with you on the next pod. Bye. <laughs>